0: Father God, I come to you this morning. God, I thank you for allowing me to have an opportunity to speak to your people. And I ask you, God, to take me completely out of self, and that you take control, and let anything that goes forth out of my mouth, let it be of you and you alone. We love you, we worship and adore you. We glorify, exalt, and magnify you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Today we're gonna talk about a prophet That shows us how we should be how we should honor our Lord how we should have faith and trust our Lord but uh, my subject is great is the faithfulness of God let your faith be bigger than your fears my first scripture is Lamentations 3 22 through 26 and we're going to talk about the Prophet Jeremiah Through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed, because his compassion do not fail. They are are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Now, Lamentations was written by Jeremiah. It's the book in the Bible that was written by Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is one of the prophets that will show you how he had faith, how he trusted the faithfulness of God, and oh my God, how he just really, he went through a lot. He went through the destruction of Jerusalem. And he was a prophet that God asked him to go and speak. And he was like, I can't do that. I, I'm just a youth. But even to our youth and to everyone, we have to learn, trust God, have faith in him, just like Jeremiah did. He did not waver. He, he continued to think, I mean, yeah, I've, I've done some wrong things. Uh, Jerusalem has been destroyed. And I have been walking unfaithful, but now I gotta turn back to God. He always went back to God. Um, because God's mercies are new every morning. And if we think about that, great is the faithfulness of God because every single day, there's a new, we take a new breath, we see a new day, we can, we can walk by, like, hey, God, I'm walking. Whereas we could be, you know, just strapped down and can't do anything. But every single day, there's something new from the Lord. Now, um, I have a description here. What does the spiritual mean? What is the spiritual meaning of faithfulness? It's the fact the quality of being true to one's word or commitments as to what one pledges to do professors to believe, and in the Bible, the Psalmist David says God's faithfulness is in keeping promises. No one keeps a promise like God does. Every day, he promised, if he promised you something, it's going to happen. If you trust in him and, and put your faith in him and, and believe in his faithfulness, he will move you. He will, he will do everything that you need. He supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Now, whether we want to realize it or not, is we complain about, I don't have this, I don't have that. But I guarantee you, you have everything that you need. God makes sure of that. You have everything that you need. And when we think of faithfulness, we think of someone who is firm in their commitment. And we think of someone who is consistent in their position someone who is reliable. The prophet Jeremiah was, was, was one of the many people in the Bible that was repeatedly faithfulness. He had faith in God. He represented faithfulness because he had faith in God. Jeremiah was referred to as a weeping prophet because he had so many sorrows and so many tragedies And he he witnessed the the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. He witnessed the the problems that his his people went through. And in spite of all the things that happened, he never turned away from God. Because he knew the mercies of God and the compassions of God. So he never turned away from the mercies of God. And in the the book of of Jeremiah, it talks about how Jerusalem, uh, at the hands of the Babylonians and Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, how they had gone through so much. They toiled, they suffered. There were just so many, the city was destroyed, the country was, they just had so many things that happened to them, and Jeremiah stood in a gap for his people with God, because he as he kept telling them you need to repent repent you need you have to repent you need to repent they weren't repenting so he stood in the gap for them and he stood in the gap with God for them so that his his country could be renewed and and the great, the faithfulness of God what did he do he brought it back because God is always faithful God is the faithfulness of God is awesome you cannot ask for nothing more than the faithfulness of God. Because without that favor from God, we are nothing. We can do nothing. We can, we can be nothing. And we may just forget it without the faithfulness of God. Um, Jeremiah 1, 5 through, uh, 5 through 6 is where God told Jeremiah. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But God had already told him. It's just like before we were born, there's a purpose in our life. God already has already planned what he wanted us to do, what he wanted us to be, and all we have to do is be faithful, trust God. If we're not sure, talk to God, talk to him, allow him to minister to your heart, because just like that he had plans for Jeremiah, he has plans for us. So we need to make sure that we're opening up ourselves and allowing God to enter in. It goes right back to let your faith be greater than your fears. So, if, if, if we do that, if we trust in God and just walk by faith and not by sight, just like the prophet Jeremiah in his country was renewed, we can be renewed by the faith of God, by the faithfulness of God. A lot of times, God will ask us to do something, and what do we do? Just like Jeremiah, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. And I'm one of the main ones that will say that. I can't sing, I can't do this, I can't do that. Trust God. I had to learn to be obedient to the Lord and, and say, okay, God, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And, and if we just be obedient to him and, 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 and trust his faithfulness, then our lives will improve. Our lives with God will improve. I had someone ask me, do you know where you're going in the afterlife? And I I said, do you know where you're going? Have you trusted God? Have you prayed to him? Have you asked him to show you where, what to do, when to do, where to do and how to do it? And they were like, is there a God? What do you mean is there a God? When you wake up in the morning, what do you see? Do you take a deep breath? Where do you think that breath comes from? we have to point these things out to the the unbelievers we cannot turn our back on them we have to encourage them just trust god believe what god is saying to us show them in our bible show them in our walk of life because we can't just talk it we have to we, we have to live it we have to live the Word of God. We have to show that we are living the Word of God, not just saying, okay, I'm just gonna, this is what I see in the Bible. And I had a friend tell me, you know, I can quote scriptures in the Bible, but I can't remember where they are for, the n- for nothing. My question to her was, do you live those scriptures? God knows your heart, and he knows that you may not have the capability to remember where to find these scriptures. But because you remember the word of God, plant it in your heart. Keep it in your heart. Always know that God is faithful. Keep that word in your heart. No matter if you, if you cannot say, I found this found in such, don't worry about it. Just worry, just be concerned about loving God the way you should and remembering God's word. Uh, Jeremiah, he remembered that although he is a man of constant sorrow, he was a man of constant sorrows, and he seen many afflictions, he remembered that God's wrath, there is still hope. In God, there's still hope. Jeremiah knew that his portion, And he had hope and he knew that God would would bring everything about in spite of all the things that had happened. The mercies of God, the mercies of God are there for him. And like I said, he had seen the whole city of Jerusalem destroyed. And he knew that it was the people's fault that it was destroyed. So he asked them to repent. And even though they didn't repent, he stood in he stood in, 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 in for God. He stood in for them with God. And to show them how this is what we have to do. We cannot just keep doing the wrong thing. This is what we have to do. And like Jeremiah, we all face mountains of unsuccess and failures. We are, we have sorrows, but we have to keep the faith because God's faithfulness is true to us. We have to keep the faith because there is hope. Because one day on Calvary, God showed his faithfulness to the world. Um, the Apostle John read, said, there is hope. There is hope. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's found in jo- First John 1 and 9. The God we serve is faithful in every way. Even when things don't work out exactly as we would like for them to work out, he is faithful to us. The handwork of God is awesome. And and it's been movement every day, all day long. That's one thing that we need to see. I love my daughter, but my daughter's not with me every waking moment. But my God, my God is with me 24-7, 365 days out of the year. Every day of my 72 years, my God has been with me. He has pulled me through things, dangers seen and unseen. God has always been there. I, I was listening to Pastor a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about he in this car. Well, I had a bad habit of being a race car. I, I had a Camaro, and you could not, you are not going to beat my car. And I'm on the freeway in Houston, and you pull up beside me, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to outdrive me. Until one day I was driving to go see my mom and I'm flying down the highway and Benita's encouraging me to continue to fly and I'm flying and there's a highway patrolman. And I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? Because I was doing 95 miles an hour in a 55. And I decided, you are not going to catch me. By the grace of God, he didn't catch me. <laughs> That's how I know. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, I'm not doing this anymore. And I had to tell Benita, no, Mother's not going to do that. Because <laughs> Benita loves fast driving. It's like, go, Mother, go. No, I'm not doing that anymore. So I know the mercies of God. I am a true witness of the mercies of God because I mean, like I said, I was doing 95 and a 55. There was no way he was not going to give me a ticket. And the the, the the thing of it is, about two years later, I sold that Camaro to that, to that highway patrol when they was trying to catch me. <laughs> He bought the car because he said, I know that was you. I want that car. (laughs) So uh, two years later, I sold that car to that same highway patrolman that was trying to catch me. I know that was the grace of God that kept me. (laughs) So uh, because selling that car kept me from losing my house. So (laughs) it was all the grace, just all the grace of God. And that's what I'm saying, we just have to trust God. We have to believe that he is going to do what he said he would do. And we have to learn to start doing what we say we're going to do. We have to let God know that not only do we trust, we have faith in him, we want him to know that we're going to do what we say we would do. If we give a promise to the Lord, we need to keep it. And, and uh, we need to watch what we say, watch what we do, watch how we treat people. Um, even if, you, even if it's someone you don't like, you need to learn to love them. You don't have to like a person's ways. You just need to learn to love them because God said love everyone. So when, we, when, when that's where the faithfulness of God comes in. When we want God to be faithful to us, we need to learn to be faithful to him. And that's where the greatest, let your, let your faith be greater than your fears. We need to learn to be faithful to God. Because we have a tendency to focus on our struggles, on, on our faithlessness. We take our eyes off, off of God and put it on the world. We take our eyes off of ourselves and knowing that we should do what we should do. We put our eyes on our problems. We keep, we, we keep watching our failed expectations. Instead, keep your eye on the Lord. Trust God and remember his faithfulness to us will help us to remember to have faith in God and never waver. Just like Jeremiah. I mean, Jeremiah is a good example. He had done a lot of things that he shouldn't have done. He did not rely on the Lord. But when the Lord called him to go and do something, even though he said, I'm a youth and I cannot do it, He did it anyway. And he, Jeremiah was a a prophet that God had formed way back before he was even born. And at the worst moments of life, the most difficult hours, God is going to be faithful. He knew that his worst moment, the most difficult times, that God was going to be faithful to him. Even when things are messed up in our lives, we need to learn to continue to be faithful to God because great is God's faithfulness. And God is going to reinvent and he he will renew us if we just allow him to, if we allow him to. God is faithful, his love and mercy and compassion will be renewed with each and every day. The faithfulness of God is different from the faithfulness of men. We cannot, men can change, so we cannot trust, we cannot have faith in man, because man can change, but God never changes. God never changes. He's always faithful. He's always loving. He's always kind, he's always compassionate. Even when we do what we know we shouldn't do, even when we, when we are wrong, God is there. He's there to encourage us to be who he wants us to be. He's there to encourage us to let us know that we are loved in spite of everything. We are loved. We are loved at all times. Um, the scripture tells us in Hebrews 13 and eight, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. In the Old Testament, Malachi 3 and 6, Malachi says, I, the Lord, do not change. God is unchanging in his character and his will and his covenant promise. God God, whose wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth are infinite, eternal, and unchangeable. Those things do not change. Never do they change. The same God who helped us when we were 15 will help us when we're 95. The same God that heard our grandfathers will hear our grandsons. The same God who we cry out to is the same unchanging God that will hear us, comfort us, console us, and encourage us. In Habakkuk 2.4, it says, the just shall live by faith. Romans 1:16 through 17. I'm going to read the New King James Version, and then I'm going to read the Amplified Version. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jews first, and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now I want to read the Amplified Version to it. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation, from his wrath and his punishment, to everyone who believes in Christ as a savior, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith, disclosed in a way that awakens more faith. As it is written and forever remains written, the just and upright shall live by faith. Our God is so faithful to us We should have continued faith in God by walking by faith and not by sight, by trusting God for everything, by committing ourselves to our Lord and Savior. He is our Lord and Savior. So by committing ourselves, and it's like Pastor said earlier, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now how much faithfulness is that? how can you not believe he gave his only son for us how can you not believe and have faith in him in closing since god is the creator of all that we see his faithfulness is seen even in the world around us the faithfulness of god is one of his invisible qualities that can be seen by environment by the environment that he created His invisible qualities are seen by the environment he he created. I cannot express enough God's faithfulness to us should encourage us to continue to grow in faith, to walk by faith and not by sight daily. To understand that we're not just paws on a chessboard. We are individuals loved by God. We're individuals who the faithfulness of God is shared upon all of us. All we have to do is accept it. All we have to do is accept the faithfulness of God. And how do you accept it? By walking by faith and not by sight. By trusting to know that God has everything that you need. He supplies all of your needs. He will never turn away from you. Even though we may turn away from him, he will never turn away from us. Never turn away from us so i'd like to leave that with you is to say trust god in everything you do allow him to come into your heart and to teach you how to love one another and to be who he wants you to be but the main thing is to walk by faith and not by sight father god i come to you right now in the name of jesus god i thank you for allowing me to speak to your people and i pray god that there's something that that came out of this word That each and every one can hold on to let your will be done in each and everyone's life today god we worship and adore you we glorify exalt and magnify you lord and we thank you in jesus name we pray amen